As we come into the year end, one of the top of things that come to mind for clients is the year end review. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the items that are discussed in a year end review that can be valuable not only to make sure that, that you finish out the year and you meet all the deadlines that need to get met, but you're ready for the coming year 2024. When it comes to your finances, you don't want to be at a disadvantage. Tim Dyer can help. He's a wealth manager specializing in retirement planning and investment management, and he can be that financial coach that helps you achieve your goals in retirement. This is Retirement Power Play. Well, glad to have you on the show today. As we move into October, hard to believe, Tim, that we are closing in on the final quarter of the year, which, of course, October means it's time for you to start meeting again with clients, right? That's right. That's right. I like this time of year. Uh, this year's uh, a special version, and actually non-client related. Uh, my father uh, turns eighty, and nice. my sister turns fifty. So we have the and their birthdays are a day apart. They're two days apart. So we've got the opportunity to have a big celebration uh, back east. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So I'll have some comments on that maybe in a future episode. I love it. That's awesome. Well, if you want to learn more about Dyer Wealth as we get into this year and review conversation, go to DyerWM.com. You can learn everything about Tim and, and his philosophy on wealth management. And you know, hopefully today's episode will kind of give you a little peek in to what a meeting might look like here as we get used to uh, the end of the year and, and what's to come, not only this year, but as you mentioned, Tim, looking ahead to to the year to come as well. Mm-hmm. So what is the main priority or what is your main goal when you sit down with clients for this year in review? Yeah, and I think in the, you know, we use the term year in review in the, in, in the show notes, if you will. But um, really, this is a strategy session, okay? Because everything that we do, we're not really looking backwards. I mean, yes, there are a few things that we just kind of want to make reflect on where there's some decisions that, we made that uh, were good or could have been improved on. But whether it's our mid-year strategy session or the end-of-the-year strategy session, what we're really trying to accomplish is to you know, get out in front of the key items that are relevant and just making good decisions with you know, solid ideas that, that match those to help us accomplish the goals that uh, we're hired to do. So with that in mind, I mean, I, I'll talk about a couple of the items that you might see in a typical uh, year-end strategy session. Now, for our clients, we typically meet uh, with them for these strategy sessions. The end of October and the beginning of November, you know, kind of over that time frame, we're just before the holidays, but the the taxes, not only from April, but the taxes for for business and the extensions – uh, through September and October have usually been completed. And you may say, well, why does that matter, Tim? Well, there's a lot that, that we can learn by looking at the return from, say, last year, 2022. We can then sort of clone that and, and look at any of the changes that have happened in 2023 to get an idea of what that tax estimate is going to be for the year. Now, just full disclosure, we don't do the tax preparation here. We're doing that you know, uh, tax planning, as we call it. And the reason that's important is there are certain deadlines if we're going to implement some tax reduction strategies that come up as of, you know, or, or they close, if you will, by December 31st. An example of that would be if you have some capital gains, uh, there may be an opportunity either towards the end of the year or it might have already happened during the year to 
harvest some some losses. So we what we call that tax loss harvesting. That's where you can sell a security and buy a different security, sell a security at a loss, uh, buy a, a similar security so you have that same investment exposure, um, but you can take that loss in security A and use it to offset gains in the future. And again, to dig in a little deeper here, get a little granular, uh, let's just say uh, you had shares of Coca-Cola and the stock was down $1,000 in value. You could sell the shares of Coca-Cola and immediately buy shares of Pepsi, okay? Um, and that $1,000 loss that you had in value could be used to offset your income tax up to about $3,000 or future capital gains, which can carry forward indefinitely. So, you know, look, we all know it's not what you make, it's what you keep. So the tax return really allows us to kind of optimize some of those strategies at year end. There's other things with charitable donations, uh, retirement plan, either establishing, establishing them or funding them. Some of those deadlines uh, come up by the end of the year. But even if they don't, some roll into, you know, they've got to be done by April of the following year. Um, it's still knowing about and planning for it because nobody wants to get a, you know, hey, we said we were going to make this retirement contribution and it, um, it, you know, we're going to take the deduction on your taxes for 2023. And all of a sudden it's like, hey, you've got to make that deduct, you know, that, that contribution. It's $29,000 or whatnot. You need, to, you need to be prepared and have that money set aside. So that's that forward looking planning so that there aren't any surprises. So those are a couple of things on the on the tax side of things that we discuss in the year end our year end strategy sessions. The other things that we want to look at are: are there any time critical or short term goals that might have changed? Maybe there's a an opportunity for a, a trip or a vacation. Um, maybe there's a medical issue that needs to be addressed uh, that was unforeseen. There may be some some things that you have to use it or lose it, like a flexible spending account. Those are accounts that you put money in, it's tax advantage, and then if you take it out for certain business expenses, there's you don't have to pay tax on that. And so those are use it or lose it. Something like a HSA, a health savings account, you've got to fund, but those can carry forward. Um, so anyways, that that's getting a little granular, but you can see there are, there are quite a few... Um, things to discuss as we come into year end. And what we do for our clients is we, we put together an agenda, which, include, which includes you know, some key items that might relate to multiple people. Um, and then we also have you know, a space where we connect with our clients before and find out what the agenda items, some things that they need to include on that meeting agenda as well. That way we get it all covered, the things that we need to communicate with them, but we absolutely want to make sure that all the issues that they have that are top of mind are addressed as well. Is there anything specific to this year that is on the discussion uh, list that maybe isn't on past years, like any kind of legislation or anything that, that came up or any, anything that expires this year that uh, somebody needs to be aware about, aware of? Well, um, we're not going to talk about the election 2024, right? We'll keep that. <laughs> we'll keep that for another. One. But well, there's some things that happen in election year. I'll just make a small note of that. Um, I mean, statistically, markets have actually done 
uh, I think it was Bespoke that did a, a research on that, that typically election years tend to be decent mm-hmm. as far as market returns go um, because of all the optimism around, you know, whatever changes are going to be made, it, they start to get drummed up a little bit. Anyways, um, so that yeah, that's 2024, but really not necessarily, I mean, the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, which is going to sunset, and again, I, I, I say this over and over, Sunset just means at midnight, December 31st, 2025, that law essentially just disintegrates and it just reverts back to what it was before they cut the taxes in 2017, right? So meaning that the taxable year 2026 now will be at the at the original higher rates back from 2016. So there's really a just a couple year cushion You've got the 2023 tax year, 2024 and 2025 to do any kind of tax planning or strategy before we go back to rates. Now, certainly legislation could enact some things that, that, that keep those tax cuts the same. Um, but as of right now, they are earmarked to expire or sunset. And it's pretty hard to imagine with you know, another $10 trillion in debt plus uh, since that happened, to think that taxes are going to come down because we certainly know the government isn't going to stop spending. So, <laughs> um, I, I think that's the big one. You know, the two three year window that will close, and we've got three years to do planning. Right. At well, these rates, yeah. Well, I like that you call it a, a strategy session rather than a year in review. That always makes me think about I'm getting judged, right? I'm I'm, I'm being evaluated on my performance for the year when that's really not the case at all, right? It's it's about looking at what opportunities are out there and evaluating you know, what you can do to put yourself in a better position moving forward. So strategy sure. suggestions is a better, better, better idea. All right. Do you, uh, anything else you want to kind of conclude with or any other, anything else you want to point out or, or mention before we wrap it up? Oh, I just say that on the, on the year end strategy sessions, they're, they're not binary, right? So it's not like, Oh, well, can we get done in an hour and then, all right, you know, we'll see you later. I mean, it really is creating that, financial action checklist or the things that we need to now work on and implement. And some of those things we kind of hop on right away. Some things, you know, we're, we're creating a timeline to get those things done to make sure they're completed. Um, so again, it's an, it's always an ongoing process, but that, you know, recheck in, it's amazing how, even though things stay the same, how many things there are to talk about or do, to keep leveling up with the entire planning experience. Awesome. Well, if you want to learn more again, you can always log on. DyerWM.com is the website. You can call Tim at 858-459-3937. And I guess, Tim, you'll be reaching out to schedule these year in reviews for the clients that are listening to the podcast. Yep, yep. They know to expect those invites. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming soon. All right. Well, very good. If you have questions, again, reach out to Tim. If not, please hit subscribe on the show. We would appreciate it if you uh, provide that support. It helps us continue to grow, and we want to continue spreading the word and just help educate people in this world of wealth management. Tim, as always, thanks for your time, and uh, good luck with these reviews. Yeah, thank you.
The commentary on this podcast reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analyses of Sage Capital Advisors, LLC, DBA Dire Wealth Management employees making such comment and should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Dire Wealth Management or performance returns of any Dire Wealth Management Investments client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. The opinions expressed in this podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referred for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. Dire Wealth Management provides advisory services through Sage Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Dire Wealth Management and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Dire Wealth Management unless a client service agreement is in place.